Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. It is Friday, October the 30th. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And looky here. We have got Chris on a phone call from uh, Locations Unknown. How about we say that? Is that good? Yeah, still uh, still on a job right now, but it's been a good day and uh, a long day. It's going to be a long day, so that's all right. And and we wanted to make sure that we got you in for some of these topics because uh, at least one of them involves one of your teams. So, you know, we wanted to make sure that we were, you know, we had the expertise on. You know, I, I can ramble about anything, but but you bring the passion, you bring the fire. I, uh, I wanted to make sure that you were on. So, so we got you on. Phone call-wise, McKinnon jumps in already on Facebook, said, Happy Friday, boys. Happy Friday, indeed. Hopefully, everyone out there that is listening, watching, etc., uh, is having a good Friday, and we hope that you have a good Halloween weekend. And, on top of that, we hope that you will join us on the SBR Picks YouTube page tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We're going to go over our college football closing lines. We will discuss the line moves, what has happened in the college football universe over the last couple of days, etc., and, uh, and hopefully you will be there. So once you do that, you can also go over to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. That is our college football universe right there. We, we got deep dives on all the biggest games, along with some that aren't that big. We got your best bets. We got everything over there. The team is fantastic. I'm telling you, do yourself a favor. Make sure that you are subscribed to the Sportsbook Review YouTube page. You can go to YouTube and just search for SBR Picks. Very easy to do. And... You can also do us a favor. Make sure you are subscribed to the show, subscribed to the podcast. You can get it on Apple Podcasts, Google, whatever your favorite podcast app is. Uh, but make sure you leave a nice five-star review over on Apple. We would certainly appreciate that. And, of course, right now we are live. KCK jumps in on YouTube, said, Happy Halloween, bro. What do you think about Joey Gatewood? Uh, <laughs> and Lawrence jumps in and says, Bama boy. Yeah, I listened to the episode. I listened. I heard y'all. <laughs> oh, man. Um... So, first off, let me let me answer this. Joey Gatewood, I don't believe, is quite as good as Terry Wilson. Uh, and in his first college start, he gets to go up against that Georgia defense. So, no, I am not a fan of Kentucky this weekend. I think Georgia is going to house them. We'll just go on and say that. But we will get a little more in-depth with it tomorrow morning on the SBR Pick Show. So, uh, the closing line show. So, check that thing out if you would so kindly. But go over to winningcureseverything.com. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. All of those wonderful things. Chris, let's start off today 
by discussing the biggest news of the night, and that was when Sir Trevor Lawrence, Sunshine himself, has tested positive for COVID. He will be out against uh, Boston College. And if you got Boston College at plus 31, 31 and a half, props to you. Because that line is now down to 24 and a half across the board. I think it hit 24 at one point and then got bought back up. Uh, you know, this it kind of makes sense. I would think that Trevor Lawrence is worth a touchdown. I think he might be worth more. I think a lot of people think very highly of DJ uh, Unge Valele. I, wanted, <laughs> I hope I said that right. Uge Valele. Hopefully I'm saying it right. Either way. Um, tell me your thoughts here because they, last night it was immediate. Oh, he's not going to play against Notre Dame because it's 10 days. And he's still showing mild symptoms. But now all the talk is that even with no practice, et cetera, he could be back in time for Notre Dame even with no practice. How, how do you feel about this? Well, about this week, I, I still like BC because I think BC can score. Uh, and, and I don't think they can win the game, but I think they can keep it within three scores maybe, you know. So so I think I'm still okay with 24 and a half. Um, love, love the 32 that we got on Tuesday, though. Um, so that, that I'm a big fan of. Um, about Notre Dame, Trevor with no practice, man, I, I don't know. I mean, at some point in time, you're just playing football. But it's, it's, if he's actually showing symptoms and he's actually sick during this time and not just an asymptomatic situation, then the, the question then goes to um, what how, – how, how in shape is he going to be? Uh, yes, and the other side of this is it, it is – so they said it's a 10-day thing. So if it's 10 days and he tested positive on Wednesday and it just got out on Thursday, then he would be available by game time for Notre Dame. But that is if his symptoms – like it, it, the 10-day clock starts when his symptoms end, right? Yeah, I was about to say. But, then, but now here's the thing. Do you think there's any way on earth if he has symptoms today or tomorrow – that anybody is going to report those. I doubt it, but I, I'm also curious whether or not they even need him to be able to beat Notre Dame. You know, like Ooh. that that's where I'm <laughs> that's where my mind is going with this. Like even if they okay. don't have him, and even if they lose to Notre Dame, they get a rematch in the ACC title game if they go through and win the rest of the games, right? So it's it kind of depends on what happens this weekend. If they just take care of business against Boston College, like certainly I could see Dabo, rather than trotting Trevor Lawrence out there with no practice and all that, he would have a built-in excuse to lose that game. And then he can, you know, filibuster to everybody and say, hey, we, we didn't have our guy. You know, of course we had a loss in that spot, but now that we've got our guy back, of course we're one of the best teams in the in the country. So... You know, and Colin uh, Casey jumps in and said Clemson beats Notre Dame with or without Trevor. I mean, we'll see. But let me ask you this: All right, a little gamesmanship from the ACC Commission Office here. Anybody call in a play to say, "Hey, if we have uh, a nine and one Notre Dame team with a win over Clemson, and then Clemson beats them in the championship game, and now we've got a nine and one Clemson team that's the ACC championship." Can we get two teams in this playoff so we can double that paycheck? <laughs> it's it's not a terrible idea. I mean, if you I if mean, you get Notre listen, Dame to win this would game, you put it, 
past in a pandemic where all these schools are losing money? Would you put it past an, a, a, a conference commissioner to say, hey, boys, this is a good opportunity for us to make a little change here. All right. The SEC <laughs> whoops our ass all the time in making all that money. And, and, and we're sitting at the kids table with the paycheck because we got one team that can get in and they get two all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's it, right? Uh, it'd be nice to double dip, wouldn't it? It sure would be. And and that would be the way to get it done. That's the only way it's happening, by the way. That, a two-loss Notre Dame team ain't getting in. They're not. Yeah. A one-loss uh, Miami team ain't getting in. I just don't believe that's going to happen. I, I think, think that's right. their only prayer. They need Clemson to lose this game. They get the excuse of not having Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is back for the championship game. He whips their ass. And and ACC gets two teams in. Well, but he, he doesn't whip it that bad in the ACC championship game to, to knock Notre Dame oh, out. Yeah, I guess you're right. You got to play a little <laughs> close to the vest. You, you see, if you're going to play the game, you got to play it all the way down. I love That's this. Right. I love this. We are, we are sitting here talking ACC conspiracy theories. That's what this show was built on. College sports well, hey, conspiracy. That's, that's their only prayer of ever getting two teams. I think you're right. I think you're right because they would have to split it with Notre Dame, obviously, right? Because they're an outside independent. Of, but... listen, outside of Clemson, the Americans better in that conference. So, so the only way they're getting two teams is, is if they pull some tomfoolery. You might be right about that. You might be right about that. So, uh, let me jump into the comments here. Uh, Nikki Blackburn said, "Man, I was put. Uh, I put in that Northwestern beat." Uh, over, think it was my last parlay at the book, realized that three hours later, went back, they still had it. So now I've got that Northwestern pick, or I need that Northwestern pick to come through. Uh, he said he took the adjusted line, like you said. So <laughs> so he's got Northwestern minus points. So we're, hey, I, I think you're going to be good. We feel good about that, I, right, Chris? I love, I love the Wildcats. Oh, you love got that right. Week. You got that right. And then Dustin H said, I've already got Clemson over 25 and a half points in the first half. Against BC, he said, FML, damn COVID. You might still be all right. That that might still be fine because I'm quite certain the way they recruit, you know, this this other guy is going to be good. And uh, Travis Etienne is good enough to run the football down BC's throw. BC is not a defensive juggernaut. They're giving up points to everybody. Oh, yeah. And and Virginia Tech, I mean, they they absolutely ran the ball all over them. All over them. So so I, I think you could run a. A very limited offense and still score twenty five on, on the boys' state in the first half. Yeah, you could certainly do that in the first half. I, I think that's entirely possible. You you could just see a lot of points. I, I think you'll just yeah. probably see a lot of points. I mean, the biggest thing here is uh, you're going to have to to check and see, uh, you know, e- exactly what BC can do against that Clemson defense. Like, because nothing changed there. They they, they got some dudes well, out on both sides of the ball, but. It, it's nothing serious. Remember, it, Clemson's team is built on their defense. So, you know, we'll see yeah, what happens. They've given up points to a lot of folks this year so far. So, that to some, to some, yes. So, but we'll, I mean, we'll see. We will see. It makes it a lot more interesting. I'll say that. I will say that. All right, let's move off of that one. Let's talk about the college football bowl schedule. ESPN unveiled their 35 game bowl season schedule for this season. The first game that is going to happen for bowl season happens on December 29th. Or, sorry, December 19th. It is the same day that all of the conference championship games are going to happen. And, you know, I'm uh, I'm interested. 
I'm interested to see what's going to happen. It's 7 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday, December 19th. They're doing the Tropical Smoothie Frisco Bowl in Frisco, Texas. And, of course, that's always, you know, a a bunch of also-rans, whatever. And that will be going head-to-head with the SEC Championship game, which is going to be in prime time on CBS this year for the first time in, I want to say, over 20 years. I mean, it has been, it's been that 3.30, 4 o'clock time slot forever. I mean, just a very long time. So, you know, we got our first bowl game on the 19th, and then the week of Christmas, that's when it all begins. So we got the Myrtle Beach Bowl on that Monday. We got the Potato Bowl and the Boca Raton Bowl on Tuesday. We got Wednesday, December 23rd with the New Orleans Bowl and the Montgomery Bowl. You got uh, Christmas Eve is the New Mexico Bowl, which will probably not be in New Mexico this year. It looks like they're going to move that to Texas. The Camellia Bowl in Montgomery is going to be on Christmas Day at 2.30 p.m., which I'm excited about. We got Christmas Day football this year. The day after that, we got a whole mess of them. December 26th, this is Saturday. We got the Gasparilla Bowl. We got the Cure Bowl. We got the First Responder Bowl. We got the Lending Tree Bowl. Uh, Let's see, the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl, which I didn't even know they swapped the sponsor on that one. The Guaranteed Rate Bowl is going to close it out in Phoenix that night. So, what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six different bowl games on December 26th. And then the next week, leading up to the playoffs, we got the Military Bowl on that Monday. We got the Pinstripe Bowl, the Cheez-It Bowl, and the Alamo Bowl on the 29th on Tuesday. On Wednesday the 30th, we got the Duke's Mayo Bowl in Charlotte. We got the Music City Bowl. We got the Cotton Bowl. We got the L.A. Bowl, which is at SoFi Stadium on Wednesday, December 30th. And that's a 10.45 p.m. Eastern Time kickoff. That's a late-ass game, and I'm good with it. Uh, Thursday, New Year's Eve, we got the Armed Forces Bowl, we got the Liberty Bowl, we got the Texas Bowl. And then on Friday, January 1st, this is what I'm talking about. So last year, we only had like four bowl games on New Year's Day. Do you remember that? I mean, it was awful. Yeah. This year, we got the Birmingham Bowl, the Peach Bowl, the Citrus Bowl, and then we got the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl, which are both playoff games. We got five bowl games that last all day long and I am excited about it. Same thing on January the 2nd, which is a Saturday. We got the Gator Bowl, the Outback Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl, the Orange Bowl. And then we got the National Championship on January the 11th. They are tossing everything into like a two-week span here. And I'm pumped about it. Uh, how, how do you feel about them just tossing everything into two weeks? It, it feels like old yeah, times, right? Nope. Yep, this is the best way to do it. Give me two weeks of watching a crap load of football every day, all day, afternoon games. Um, evening games, morning games, I mean, all of it. Give it to me all day long. I love it all. I am with you. I am with you. Hey, uh, Nikki Blackburn jumped in on uh, on YouTube. Said, Chris was making me bank last year. Today I had to look in the couch for some change. It's still riding that 36% this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. Last year was a, was a, you know what? I can't, there's probably some things in my life that that would contribute to to my lack of being able to concentrate on football this year. I'm not going to blame it on the COVID or the pandemic or any of that stuff. I'm not that guy. But uh, but you know, I could probably have some things a little bit more together um, today than uh, than I did, and you know, just letting everybody down. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna. I, you don't have to do it. I'll blame it on the pandemic. This is a weird year. I mean, this is. St- it is it is October thirtieth. We still got teams that are about to play for the first time this year. So there, I'm, there's I'm trying to use logic and reasoning, Gary, for things in a year in which logic and reasoning 
didn't get just thrown out the window. It got taken to the tallest building in Chicago and hurled into the lake. You've got a valid point. You have a valid point. I mean, it's just, uh, all of this is just ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> Nikki said he is riding Ole Miss so damn hard. Yeah. I love the Rebels. I can't help it. I don't know what's wrong. I just fell in love with Lane Kiffin, and I'm just in. I mean, if you had ridden them the first three. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Three weeks. Uh or maybe first four yeah, weeks. Yeah, I was two and one. I would have been two and one. Yeah. I mean it, well no. They they covered the first no, no, they, they didn't they cover they the first game. They didn't cover That's Florida. Right. But they looked good against Florida. They didn't they cover. They they didn't cover, but they showed me this is the team you can ride all all year long. The Arkansas game, I got no explanation for. The Auburn game is 100% a win. It's 100% a win. If if books were honest, they'd give everybody the damn money back. <laughs> you got a valid point. You got a valid point. All right, let's uh, let's close up today's show. We're going to make this one a short one since, uh, since you Come got on. things to do. Let's talk about these NFL rumors regarding your Patriots. Uh, article, and, and there's a bunch of these different articles, but it's Albert Breer. Uh, from the Monday Morning Quarterback that wrote this Thursday column. It was late Thursday. He said, New England is open to offers from pretty much everyone. Now, all of these rumors have started with Stephon Gilmore. They're all talking about, hey, he's got his home for sale. He's got all these different things going on in New England. It looks like they are going to trade him. He's been having injury issues. Uh, They moved a portion of his contract from 2021 up to 2020. So the dead cap space, all that good stuff is not going to hurt them nearly as bad next year. Uh, it just it, The restructuring was basically a sign that this is going to be his last season in Foxborough. But, uh, you know, they're going to see what happens in Buffalo this weekend. And then everybody says it's going to be interesting to see if they move up the timetable on his departure. So we could this could be the last weekend that Stephon Gilmore is a New England Patriot. But along with that, uh, basically they're saying that everyone is on the table as far as trades go. It says uh, almost anyone is on the table. Things could get really interesting in New England over the next few days if it decides to shift its focus to 2021. If New England loses this weekend and moves to 2-5, and is is that, is, is that, does it matter if they lose this game or not? Should they start focusing on rebuilding this roster, is it just a, a cesspool and they need to to get rid of all this because they just don't have any offensive talent? Oh, a cesspool is a, is okay. a, is a, gross, is a gross place <laughs> with lots of problems. You're right. They, this they is not a problem. Talent. Yes, I, I agree. Talent. They don't have any problem. I misspoke there. I misspoke. Okay. Let me correct no. that. I misspoke. It's if not a cesspool. You win this week, if you win this week, you're undefeated in conference and, and in the division. And that's all that matters in the NFL. You have you're still fighting for a playoff spot. So, okay, how about this? So, no, if you win this week, you do not throw in the towel, and you can't clean house. You okay. just can't do it. Did, with it, regardless of what happens this season, is it still time to try and rebuild this roster? A hundred percent. You have to. You have to now break it down and start over. 
Is there anybody on the roster that you would deem not trade-worthy? No. So you, you're down with trading anybody. It doesn't matter. Any, anybody. The only thing they have in spades, the only thing they have a great plethora of is running backs, and nobody in the league is paying for running backs. Uh, Casey jumped in on YouTube, said, don't believe it. Ca- uh, Pats will win this week, and nobody will get traded. And Nikki well, said, if same with my birds. Week, yeah, if, you, if yeah. they win this week, you're still all in. And you're just trying to get better, and you got to hope. Because here's the thing. If if you can find a way to catch lightning in a bottle and have have the Ravens and, and the and the and the uh, Titans teams that, that are going to struggle you're going to struggle against um, uh, beat each other in the playoffs, and you can match up with with teams that you match up well with, like the Chiefs, then then there's no reason to to throw this thing away. You you need a little luck to come your way, and 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 you can you know you can you can catch lightning in a bottle. Yeah, I mean it is possible. It, it man, it's just so weird to to look at it. I mean, there's also a world in which if they win this one and they roll off a couple of W's afterwards for some reason, then now you become buyers. I mean, that's okay. That's a that's a valid point because uh, all you're going to be buying are short term contracts for this year. You're just buying guys to try to get through this season, and then you break it all down. Well, here is what they are looking at for the rest of this season. If you get through Buffalo this week, that puts you at three and four. Then you've got at the Jets, you play Baltimore on a Sunday night, you play at Houston, Arizona, at the Chargers, at the Rams, at the Dolphins, Buffalo, and the Jets again. So you could end up with a fairly decent schedule and a playoff berth out of that. Yep. So I I don't think that there's anybody left on that schedule except for maybe Baltimore, that, that you can't beat, right? And it, even well, the then... I, is, when the division, you're hosting playoff games. So they're come, whoever's coming, playing, you're playing in New England. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, let's see, McKinnon said, blows my damn mind. Everyone has injury years. Gilmore is still the best cornerback in football. Also, how about them, or how about they give Stidham a full game to show what he can do? The brief moments he's been in this year, the game was already a shit show, but he still looked pretty damn good in those moments. Uh, do you agree with that? I'm not opposed to it. The problem is, is, is if you ever do that, you're done with Cam. You've lost Cam for the season, and and I gotta know because I know the way Bill runs practices. He he knows who his best option is to start the game. Okay, and yeah. if Cam's still your best, and his so what I read today was they people were asking him, is, is Cam still your starter? Is Cam still your starter? And and the answer was Cam is our best chance to win. We're not losing because of Cam Newton or who our quarterback is. It, rather, it's they didn't diss him at all. We're not losing because of our, our quarterback situation. We have lots of problems on offense. Yes, and, and I, he's I agree right. He's a he's 100% right. It doesn't matter who you play at quarterback right now. They have no one to throw the ball to at all. So let me, let me ask this question. Does this uh, kind of take the shine off of Josh McDaniels as the heir apparent for Bill Belichick? No, not at all. I hope I hope to God it means nobody's going to be calling his ass for a job for a couple of years. Because, no, you can't make chicken salad out of chicken shit, Gary. <laughs> That's true. Well, what the reason I asked this question, right? Do, this? do you think Kyle Shanahan, in his infinite wisdom, could do anything with this pile of garbage? Probably not. Okay. Because I think he's the best. Andy Reid. Probably the best offensive mind in football. If Andy Reid was our OC right now, do you think he could do anything with this? Probably not. Yeah. Okay. I do that, not either. 
So, hold on. The reason why I asked this is because so much was made of Josh McDaniels, but, it, you know, you have to wonder about whether or not McDaniels was made by Tom Brady, right? And that's no. and, and I, I don't believe that is the case. I think Josh McDaniels showed that he's a pretty good coach at Denver um, when he's got what a he decent quarterback. Do, what he was able to do with this roster two years ago, because guess what? This is the exact same roster they had two years ago, minus a better running back in, in, in – uh, in uh, Damien, and minus uh, uh, a worthless receiver right now that doesn't matter at all in the kill Harry. Okay? Yeah. The exact same roster two years ago. And this team went won like 13 games and went to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. What are we talking about? Uh, Casey K. Daniels is a damn genius. Casey K. said, uh, can't trade Hightower no matter what. I love Gilmore, but I know Belichick thinks he can replace him with some good picks. And McKinnon said, I think that's more because Stidham is more of a pure quarterback with less of a run threat. Cam can do more with less because of his legs. Yes. Well, but that's the problem. They don't have talent for you to throw to, so you have to have the option to run. That has to be option one, and throwing has to be option two. Yeah. I mean, they, they so got 87 running backs. Thrower doesn't matter because, yeah, being a pure thrower doesn't help anybody here. And no, not not right now. Nikhil Harry appears to be a, a little bit of a bust, and we have gone over on the show before at the, the list of receivers. I mean, it's yeah. it's putrid. Like, and now you got Edelman out this week. The line moved a little bit because Edelman was ruled out. But, I mean, Edelman over the last, like, four games has only averaged two catches for 19 yards. I mean, he's been yeah, he's, less than yeah. worthless. That's right. No so, no good. Can't separate. He yeah. can only catch track route. I mean, it's just tough. I mean, there's there's no way to possibly get him involved in the offense. He's he's lost that first step. He Like you said, he cannot separate right now. And if you're a receiver... And and you lose that first step, I mean you are in trouble. So he's like this has to be his last year, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I I think you're right about that. Um, so it, Casey Case said can't trade Hightower no matter what. Well, look, like Hightower's been there for a while, you know. Hightower, no one's trading for Hightower. A, he opted out in the season, so he's not playing this year. Yeah. Somebody would trade for him for next year, but I don't think I don't think Hightower's getting going anywhere. He might retire. I mean, he's been in the league for a long time. The uh, the defense seems to be a little bit of an issue right now. Like it, and I don't think it's Stephon Gilmore's fault. Obviously, it all starts up front. And then the biggest thing with the Patriots is typically they have a really strong linebacking core, and their linebacking core got decimated by guys that signed elsewhere, Kyle Van Noy, et cetera, and yep. uh, and. Hightower, of course, decided to opt out, and you had other guys opt out. So, Hightower has been the quarterback of the defense for a long time, and you know how much I think that that's, that's such a more important role on teams than anybody gets credit for. But if you have an elite when, – look at when 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 uh, the Panthers had Luke Keekley. Oh, look, yeah. look at when the Patriots had, had Hightower. I mean, you, you find these middle linebackers that are the quarterbacks of the defenses and those defenses end up being, like, world-changing. I mean, as much as I hate the Patriots, hey, look, Ray Lewis, look at, look at the, Brian uh, Lurlacher. No, don't, like, don't, 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 don't go elite. Like, go look at Sean Lee and what he did with that Cowboys defense. Like, hey, okay, same thing this year with uh, Van Der Esch, right? Perfect example. You're talking about a, one guy who's not elite, but fires that defense up, gets everybody in the right spot, Makes the right call every time. He 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 is a coach on the field, and and it's just unbelievable how good they are. Yeah, 
I mean, it's it's a big so, change. Yeah. So I, I, you know, anyway, but neither here nor there. They, they, I, it is time. It is time to blow it all up. But is it time today? Mm, I'd wait to see because if you go to, you know, two and zero in the in, in conference, and everybody else has got a loss in conference, you know, you you all you have to do is win the division. I'm using conference in the division. You win the division, you're hosting a playoff game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, as long right. as you can make the playoffs, you're alive. Anything can happen. Somebody get COVID, somebody get hurt, and next thing you know, bing, bang, boom, it's all on you, baby. You can you can roll your way there. You just need a little luck to come your way. Yeah, no, you're uh, you're right about that. You were right about that. All right, is there anything that you can think of? I, I haven't seen any breaking news or anything like that. Is there anything that you want to hit before we get out? No, I got nothing else, but I am going to jump off here while you're saying goodbye, okay? <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me. We'll talk to you later, buddy. All right, uh, McKinnon, of course, jumps in, said, uh, I'm out, gents. Have a good weekend. Be safe. War Eagle, time to jump off the Gus bus. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. I think you're probably right. All right, everybody, make sure that you tune in to the SBR Picks morning show tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern time. We are going to roll through the college football closing lines for week number nine, and I can't wait to talk about it. There's been a lot of line movement. We're going to talk about our favorite bets for the weekend all that, we're going to tell you exactly what happened with us on uh, on Tuesday, what our picks were, etc. Uh, Terry, of course, jumping in here late. He said, what's up? What is up, Terry? Again, I hope everybody is having a wonderful Friday. I hope you all have magnificent Halloweens, all that good stuff. Make sure you are subscribed everywhere you need to be subscribed. The live show can be caught on YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, and on Facebook. So make sure you are subscribed where you need to be subscribed. If you missed the live show, you can always get the podcast any of your favorite podcast apps, and if you would, so kindly, we don't ask a whole lot of you. We ask that you would please leave a nice five-star written review over at Apple. Uh, Sam Wren jumps in. Clemson is stacked at quarterback anyways. Yes, they are. They are. So we'll we'll see exactly how those quarterbacks turn out uh, with Trevor Lawrence being out this weekend. And then we'll see what happens for next week. I mean, that Notre Dame game looms large. It's going to be a massive, massive game. I can't wait to talk about it. Cannot wait. All right, you guys have been magnificent. You've been fantastic. All those wonderful words. I hope that you're all having a great weekend. We are going to go ahead and get out of here. Go visit winningcureseverything.com. Make sure you download the podcast. Help us out with those numbers. We have hit an all-time, <laughs> Nikki said, who can afford Apple with 36%? Hey, if you already got an Apple, go over to Apple Podcasts. That's what I'm saying. You got something to watch this show on, you can go download a podcast. Uh, our, at, hey, our podcast numbers, this month has been our biggest month, and it's, it's not even close. It has. We are almost double our next biggest month. So this month has been really good for us. October 2020, we will always remember this as the jumping off point. This is where it started. This is where it kicked into gear. And we appreciate you guys for doing that, for spreading the word, for helping us out. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about our biggest markets and all that good stuff later on. But yeah, this has been one hell of a month, one hell of a run, and we are just getting started. So spread the word. Tell your friends about it. Make sure you like this video Make sure you share it out. Make sure you're subscribed where you need to be subscribed. All of those wonderful promotional things. Go over to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF, and, uh, and you can read our articles for our favorite picks this weekend in college football. And uh, with that said, we are going to jump out of here. Short show today, but we appreciate you guys being here with us, and, uh, and hopefully we will see you on the Sportsbook Review College Football Closing Line show on YouTube tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We will see you tomorrow morning.
Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.